My name is Marcy Nelson. I'm a certified life coach, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and a firm believer that when we know who we truly are, we are unstoppable and can change the world. My job as a coach is not to persuade you to think differently. You can believe whatever you want to believe. My goal with this podcast is to coach myself through some of my own limiting beliefs and get to the bottom of who I really am in the process. And if it helps you believe in you along the way, so be it. Thanks for listening to My True Identity. Namaste. The highest part of me sees and honors the highest part of you. Guys, I am so excited about this week's episode. Um, it is very much so inspired um, from my week's experiences. <laughs> um, I first heard that quote about a year ago um, at a yoga class that I went to. And now I would love nothing more than to be a yoga master, but I am not. However, a year ago, I did go to a yoga class, and it was an amazing experience. It it was at a time in my life when I was really struggling. I was not feeling well physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Like, I was just really not in a good place. Um, And I went to this yoga class, and... For the first time in months, my body felt strong. It felt capable. It felt powerful. And it was very healing for my body as well as for my spirit. And it, and then the instructor ended the class by saying, the highest part of me sees and honors the highest part of you. Namaste. All classes, all yoga classes end with namaste. And I've never really given that much thought but when she ended it with with that sentence, it helped me understand um, more of who I was. It's almost like my soul heard that and was rejoicing that my experience right now is temporary. This will not last forever. My body will get better. My mind will get better my spirit will get better. That is who I am destined to be. And I felt so seen and so respected and so capable and powerful. And it was truly an awesome experience. I looked up what the word namaste means today. And it is a Hindi word that means bowing to you. And it reminds me of a C.S. Lewis quote that I um, read about, um, in a, in a talk by Tad, Elder Tad Collister. He was in the 70, I believe. He has this amazing talk, um, called Our Divine Identity and Purpose, I think is what it's called. Anyway, highly recommend. It's excellent. But he quotes C.S. Lewis in this talk. And he says, quote, it is a serious thing to live in a society of possible gods and goddesses to remember that the dullest and most uninteresting person you talk to may one day be a creature which you would be strongly tempted to worship. 
There are no ordinary people. So to compare this to namaste, if namaste means bowing to you, and we relate this to this quote by C.S. Lewis, we are acknowledging the divinity within each other in this yoga practice and in ourselves. And maybe that's why this yoga class was so inspiring and so healing and so sacred um, because it, it was acknowledging my divinity. Um, I want you to think about that for a second. We know that we are children of heavenly parents. We have a heavenly father and a heavenly mother that are literally the parents of our spirit, right? Our earthly mother and father created our bodies, but our heavenly father and mother created our spirits and our spirits are just like theirs and they are destined to be gods and goddesses. And, and we know that intellectually, conceptually, theoretically. We do not always feel this in our core, deep within. And so I want to share some experiences that I've had this week that have kind of illustrated this further to me and then I, that I hope are beneficial to you. So over the course of the last few days, I have not been feeling well. I have been experiencing the effects of a mortal body. <laughs> Um, which is still, for the record, an incredible experience to have a mortal body. I'll get to that later, but, but part of having a mortal body is feeling pain, feeling sickness, feeling fatigue, feeling exhaustion, right? Being plagued with a brain that limits us or that creates negativity. Um, so on Sunday, I started my period. And um, day one of my period is always very painful. I've learned some things over the years that kind of have helped me to manage it a little bit better. Um, but for the most part, I can count on day one being really uncomfortable, if not like doubling me over in pain. <clears throat> and Sunday was no exception. I was kind of, I don't know. I, I think I've also, my pain tolerance has increased. I'm grateful for that. Um, <clears throat> but it was hard. I was not feeling well Sunday. The following, and, and, and this happens every month and I expect it and I kind of plan for it. I, I know that this is a possibility. Um, and I see all the symptoms beforehand. I know that it's coming. Um, and But every month I just kind of feel like, ugh, this is frustrating. That there's a day out of every month that I'm just knocked out. And that's really hard. That's really frustrating. Um, the following day, um, I left work early because I was feeling dizzy and slightly nauseous. And, and uh, I ended up, I don't know... I, I don't think it was related to my period, but I think I just got some kind of stomach bug and I threw up about six times within a three hour period. And anyway, I was not feeling well. I had not felt that crappy 
since elementary school. Like it was awful. It was awful. And so today I took the day off from work and I'm still recovering, but like I, it was just those three hours of vomiting. And now, now it's just like taking it easy and not pounding a bunch of calories, you know, just kind of sipping the Gatorade to kind of replenish the electrolytes. But, um, but it was interesting because like after I came home from work yesterday, my life coach reached out to me and was just asking me how, how I was doing, uh, checking up on me. And I said, I think I've caught some kind of stomach bug. I'm not feeling well. And she sent me back this message that was so helpful and such an excellent reminder. She said, remember, you can have the stomach bug or you can have the stomach bug and negative thoughts. Choose to empower yourself even when you're sick. And so I remembered this and I was like, ooh, that's going to be tough. It's so hard. Guys, it's so hard when you're experiencing the pain and the anguish of having a mortal body. It, it, it's hard not to play the victim. It's hard not to be like, oh, this hurts. Ugh, I just want it to stop. I just want it to be done. I didn't do anything to deserve this. Like, it's so easy to get into that trap. But because my coach loves me <laughs> and reminded me that I have the choice, I chose different thoughts instead. Some of the thoughts I chose are, my body is strong. My body knows exactly what to do. My body knows how to heal itself. This won't last forever. What a great opportunity to rest. Um, these are some of the thoughts that I was choosing to believe. Um, and I've done the same thing with my painful period cramps. I've thought before, what a blessing that my body naturally regulates its hormones every month. I have a regular period. I'm not, it's not irregular. It's not inconsistent. I know about every 24 to 28 days it's coming and my body does that naturally. Awesome. And I've learned to like pay attention to my body and give it what it needs based off where I am in my cycle. What a blessing. Um, I have the power and capacity to create life someday. That's so amazing. Um, I'm grateful for the intuition that I receive when I'm on my period and what I'm capable of doing throughout the other cycles of my, or the other seasons of my cycle so that when I'm on my period, I'm able to slow down. Um, I am designed just like my heavenly mother. That's another thought that, that brings me a lot of joy when I'm feeling the pain. And guys, this isn't me like this. I have to be very intentional about this because it's really easy to fall into the trap of like, this sucks. This hurts. I just want it to be done. Like I say these things, but I also say things like I will single-handedly rip out my uterus. I, you know, like my uterus is attacking me. Um, my body hates me. Um, like I, I'm kind of, constantly at, at war with these intentional thoughts and then these negative thoughts that aren't serving me. So this is not me saying that I'm like perfect at this, but it was a good reminder from my coach that like I can choose my thoughts about any circumstance, including sickness and pain. Um, 
so I was kind of able to manage it somewhat. Like I, it was not a pleasant experience. It was still really uncomfortable and I didn't like throwing up and, and, and there was not really any real relief in between throwing up. It was just kind of horrible for three hours, just miserable. And, um, Fast forward a couple of hours, I a couple of friends came over and gave me a priesthood blessing. Um, for those of you listening that are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, this is a really sacred opportunity. Men in my faith are, are ordained with, um, worthy men uh, in my faith are ordained with God's power on the earth. And they are able to... Um, be inspired to bless individuals that are in need of healing um, or comfort um, by the laying on of hands. Um, and it's wonderful. It's a great, I'm so grateful to have access to that. Women also have access to priesthood power in different ways. Um, but to receive a blessing for of healing, it comes from from men so anyway that's just a basic background for those not part of my faith but in this blessing I was blessed I was reminded that I have a miraculous body um that knows how to heal itself and I was blessed um that the healing process would be accelerated um and once I had the blessing um I was able to kind of meditate myself to sleep. I fell asleep around 8.30 and slept until 11. I woke up at 11 and 11 p.m. So I was only asleep for two and a half-ish hours. I, and, but at 11 o'clock I woke up and I, I, I I'm not thrown up since about 8 o'clock last night. And so... Um, the healing process was accelerated. It was just those three hours um, where I was really, really in the deep end of that of that sickness. So I woke up at 11 and I didn't fall back asleep until 5, but I felt okay. I wasn't throwing up. I wasn't nauseous. My stomach was a little queasy, but it was, it was far more manageable. And I was eventually able to fall asleep and get a few more hours of sleep, although I'm going to be honest, I'm really tired and I am going to go to bed early tonight. But um, but the, the healing process was accelerated um, and my body was able to eliminate whatever it was in my body that was wreaking havoc. It was able to get rid of it quickly. And what a blessing. Like, really, think about that. Like, the way that... God has created our bodies, like the laws that, that rule the universe also apply to our bodies. There are natural processes that take place in my body so that my body instinctively and naturally does what it needs to do to heal itself, right? That's why we get fevers so that it can kind of burn off the infection, or that's why we throw up to eliminate whatever is in our bodies that is that is causing the sickness. Um, that's amazing. That's why we feel pain so that our brain knows that something's wrong and we need to solve it. Um, I mean, I, I'm not a biologist or 
um, a physiologist, but, but I mean, there are just, my heart beats without me having to tell it to. Um, and it does all these things naturally because God designed it that way. And that is truly like, guys, if that's not evidence that there's a God, I don't know what is, but that is incredible. That is incredible. Um, and it was just a really, I don't know. It was a really powerful experience that number one taught me that like God is mindful of me in my struggle and he's already created a system to solve it. Um, that's a miracle. That's a miracle. My body naturally fought off whatever it was in my body that was not good for me. That's really cool. That's amazing. Um, And I want you to think about the power that that gives you to know that this body you have, even in its human weakness, even in its frailty, even in its affliction or its sickness or its disease or even in its limitations, like, I want you to realize how capable your body is. And I know that there are people on this earth who have far more health concerns than I do and their mortal experience is far different. But I want you, if this is you, if you fall into that category where you have more uh, physical or mental limitations, I just, I don't want you to feel that what I'm about to say doesn't apply to you because I'm willing to bet that even in your limitations, you are strong, you are powerful, and you are capable, right? If, if we go back to the C.S. Lewis quote, you, even the dullest and most uninteresting person, or we could say even the sickest or m- most afflicted person you talk to may one day be a creature which you would be strongly tempted to worship, I want you to really put yourself in that scenario. Whatever limitations you're experiencing with your mortal body in your mortal experience, you are still the offspring of deity, of the most powerful creators of the universe. I want you to think of all the things our bodies can do. My body can move. I am able to stand on two feet and move my legs and I can walk, I can run, I can jump, I can reach, I can dance, I can play sports, I can hug, I can kiss, I can experience pleasure, I can eat delicious food or food that feels good to my body. I can, did I already say sing? I, I love to sing. I can sing. I can use my voice to make people laugh or to inspire people or to stand up for myself or to sing God's praises or to bear my testimony or to share the gospel. I can smile 
I can hold someone's hand. I can grab someone by the face. I can hold a newborn baby. I can brush my hair. I can go cross-eyed, right? And make someone laugh. I can cook delicious meals and eat delicious meals. I can travel. I can see with my eyeballs things like the Egyptian pyramids, the Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty, the ocean, mountains, right? Like our bodies are miracles and the things that we are able to do even when we have aches and pains and sickness, guys, that is incredible. And that is a natural consequence of being a child of God. And I hope that that makes you feel powerful and capable. And I hope that that helps you to realize and to see who you are destined to become. And when we use our brains that God designed, that God gave us, when we use our brains to think empowering thoughts, like my body knows how to heal itself, My body is strong. I experience joy because of my body. I'm able to sing and dance because of my body or whatever it is you like to do with your body, right? I like to sing and dance, so that's what I say. Sports don't bring me joy, but singing, performing, dancing, that brings me joy. I'm so grateful. I have a body that allows me to do that. Um... When we have these empowering thoughts rather than the disempowering thoughts of my body hates me, my body is punishing me, uh, my body is not working, my body is not taking care of me, Um, this sucks, I it's never going to change. It's always going to be this way. Uh, whatever thought you have, or I'm, I'm always going to be sick. I'm never going to get better. Um, those are not thoughts that... Okay, think about it this way. Our body houses our spirit. It's a place for our spirit to reside until we are resurrected. And then... Our spirit will still reside in our body, but it will be a perfected body. But just because our body is not yet perfected does not mean that it is not good and that it is not capable and powerful and strong. But our spirit, because it is the offspring of perfection, the offspring of God, our spirit recognizes truth. And recognizes potential. And so when our body, the house for our spirit, says something like, my body's not good enough. Or my body isn't working right. 
our spirit is offended by that because our spirit knows that that's not true because this is not who we are forever. This mortal experience is temporary. This is not who we are destined to be for the rest of eternity. We are destined to become like God for the rest of eternity. That is our destiny. And so when we say things that are limiting to our spirit, our spirit is not safe. It does not feel safe. Our spirit um, is offended because that's not true. That is not a true statement. We are children of God. Therefore, we we will become like God, right? That is our destiny. And so having limiting negative thoughts hurt our spirit. Our spirit is very uncomfortable with that. Um, I often get frustrated with this whole like bounce back culture. After a woman has a baby, they're expected to like go back to pre-baby weight within seconds, right? And I just think number one, that's like not healthy and not a reasonable expectation to have for yourself or for anyone. But also, when we remember that we are created in the image of God, my body is created in the image of Heavenly Mother's body, right? We don't, I mean, there might be specifics that are unique to each individual, right? But like, my body functions as my Heavenly Mother's body functions, And because I have the capacity to carry and give birth to a child, my body, when when it's doing what it was designed to do, is going to look different. It's going to change, right? And so having this expectation that it's not supposed to change because it's doing what it's naturally supposed to do and divinely what it's supposed to do, that that is hurtful. Because, think about it this way. I I once heard someone express it this way to me. We are expected as human beings to grow and progress and to develop and evolve. And we are constantly wanting our brains and our mindset and everything else in our life to change and become a different version. Yet we expect our bodies to never change and to stay exactly as they are in high school. And that doesn't make any sense to me because if our brain is allowed to evolve and to change and to grow, our bodies are most certainly allowed to change and evolve and grow. And what a blessing that our bodies are able to adapt that way when doing the thing that it is literally designed to do. Anyway, I wasn't planning on talking about that in this, in this podcast because I think it's, it's kind of, it's not unrelated, but it, I could do a whole podcast on, on body image. Um, I just think when we think about our bodies in the context of what we are capable of doing, Um, and who we are destined to become because of our bodies. Um, I just think we would feel a lot more powerful and a lot more strong than we currently feel. And that is who you are eternally.
that is true. None of this other negative garbage that we tell ourselves or that the adversary likes to throw at us, none of that is true. What is true is that you will become like God physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. What is true is that you are capable. You are powerful. And you are strong. Because you, your spirit, and your body together, your soul, is a child of God. And that is what's true. Period. And how wonderful is that? To know that in those moments of weakness, in those moments of disease, in those moments of pain, in those moments of human frailty, of mortality, to know that this is not who I am eternally. This will not last forever. My body is capable of overcoming this. That is true. How amazing is that? I hope that sunk deep into your hearts. I hope that the spirit was with me as I taught that principle. I hope you learned what you needed to learn. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you heard something that resonates with you. If you did share it with a friend, leave a rating and review and leave a comment on my Instagram page at party with Marcy. If you want your feedback to be featured on next week's podcast, download the Anchor app and leave me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. See you next week.